Welcome back to the Ducks Across the Pond podcast. We're lucky enough to have Cade Thune with us today. Uh, he is a pitcher for the Kalamazoo College Hornets, uh, which is a D3 school in Michigan. How are you doing, Cade? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Um, I believe you've played uh, uh, against Deacon in uh, European competitions before. Nah, he's played with me. Oh, with you. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, we're on the same team. Played against a- oh yeah, played against Aiden. My bad. <laughs> How was that? How did you find uh, playing in Europe and playing in the UK? Um, yeah, it was really interesting. It was it was a fun experience because I kind of just moved over there because my dad's job took uh, my family over there, and so like I was uh, I'd moved in. It had been like about a month or something, and uh, my mom had heard from like one of the parents at my school that there was like baseball. Uh, nearby that we could I could try to go play for so I was like oh yeah of course I'd love to get out and try to play some baseball and then I get like went there and I'd been like in high school before in the U.S. I was always like uh I pitched I caught um I played a little bit of like corner infield mainly third base and then like the first games there they like threw me at shortstop which I hadn't played since I was like nine they put me in the outfield a couple times and I'd never really played outfield so it was interesting just to like kind of switch up uh, positions, find like new roles and just like kind of be put all over the place. Um, it was obviously a different level of competition too than I had come into. So it was, I mean, it was really fun. I really enjoyed my time playing over um, over there, especially like for like all the different teams I played for. Cause I think I ended up on like four or five different teams during the two years that I played over there. I feel I feel like um, quite a few youth players in this country play for multiple teams. It just it's just the best way to get you know a ton of baseball in whilst you're because obviously we don't play as much as uh, in in the US. So it's just like you just gotta you just gotta find a way to play baseball as much as yeah. possible. Take it wherever you can yeah, get absolutely. it. Also, not surprised yeah, absolutely. that you came and they stuck you at shortstop. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of you a know, you, get a, you get a guy come over from the US. Hmm, let's put him at shortstop. Doesn't matter where he plays. <laughs> he could probably yeah. throw the baseball hard. Yeah. Just go for it. <laughs> Left handed outfielder. Throw him a short shot. Yeah. Good deal. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've seen that. That's why I said it. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just going to ask, what, what was what was your favorite moment playing in the UK? Obviously, you played at high level in the US and then you came here. So, what's your, what was your favorite mo- moment probably playing probably. here? Um. <laughs> uh, it's up there. It's up there. No, the my favorite moment was probably I played with uh, Richmond's Triple A team, the men's league, um, nice. and we won the championship, the Triple A championship, my first year, and that was really cool. Um, especially because like we had gotten to the semis, I pitched, I started that game, um, then went and played like outfield. My arm was absolutely hanging, but then I went. Uh, I think I played like third or something for the championship and we started down by quite a bit and then like had a big comeback and rallied to win and it was a, it was a really fun uh experience out there um so that was probably the one that sticks out the most nice right who, who did you play in the sorry. final we played i think birmingham in the semis because uh, i pitched against them they had some guy that had like played in the royals organization or something like that uh, which I don't know if I believe because he wasn't very good, but um, I don't remember who we played in the finals. It I might. Think it, it was either Birmingham or um, what are the other teams up there? 
Was was that the year that there was that thing because some guy just went and played for the team in the final or something? Oh, yeah, that was that was the double A finals, wasn't it? Um, oh my bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus, what year was it? What what year was it? You played in the finals because it may have been um, might have been Cartmel. I think yeah yeah it was it was Cartmel Valley it was Lions 2017, 2017 I believe. Yeah, it was that. So you, yeah, you played at Farnham, right? That that's nicest yeah. field in the UK. I mean, it's probably nicer yeah. than it was when you played there now. Yes, because they had a they had like this big MLB. Uh, they had like this big MLB kind of showcase thing, like a Europe one, and you had to get invited mm-hmm. to it. Um, and so the like a cut like maybe like four or five guys from MLB came out and basically redid the field. Mm. So they completely broke the mound down and built one back up. They redid all the dirt, everything like that. Like before they did it, it was like cracks in the dirt, like because it was like solidified, almost like concrete. And then afterwards, it was it's it's a bit sandy now. I'm not gonna lie. He's oh no, it was, so, it was so nice when they first did it. But when they first did it, yeah. it was, it was kind of mad. That was yeah. It's it's a very nice ballpark now. Poland. Yeah, it was it was better than that. Like, it was nice. Yeah, to be honest, the Poland were very weird. Yeah, because it's they they were literally like stone and very very small. Wait, did you play at the big field? Yeah. Okay. All right. Go for it, Ren. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, that's the classic, I guess, of uh, doing a five-person Zoom call where you kind of mm. everything lags a little bit and you don't know who's speaking. But um, exactly. no, I was just going to ask, Kate, when you uh, so you said you you came over and you know you, you I don't know you probably weren't expecting I guess many people aren't to find much baseball in the UK. Were you thinking then? I guess it sounds like you were maybe halfway through high school. You were planning on just not playing were you going to train a little bit uh, with ambition to go to college still or were you going to try and do other sports like what was your where was your head out with baseball when you thought you might have to leave it for a couple of years uh yeah that was I was really like not sure when I moved over there first because I was like I w- thought I might have to like stop playing baseball like I had always wanted to play college baseball my brother had when I'd moved over there had just started his freshman year playing college ball in Michigan, so I was, like, kind of bummed, and I wasn't sure if I was going to get the same chance. Um, but I, I was like, if I can find baseball, I love baseball. I'm going to try to play it as much as I can over there. But I also was like, I probably should pick up, like, another sport or two. Um, so I ended up playing three sports, um, both my junior and senior year of high school, baseball being one of them. Um, but then also just, like, if I got the chance to play baseball, I just did because – even though, like, I was playing on, like, three, four teams at a time, like, I was probably still only getting, like, half of the practice and, like, game time that I'd usually be getting in the U.S. So it was just any baseball I could find. I was trying to jump at the opportunity to play. Nice. <clears throat> I think that's probably the best advice for any player in the U.K. trying to get to college is just play as much as you can. It's definitely... Yeah, play <clears throat> as much as you can, for sure. And my biggest thing is, like, especially over there, I didn't really see a lot of it, is get in the weight room as much as possible. Mm-hmm. That's what helped me the most uh, by far in high school was my sophomore year. I didn't really play that much. I wasn't that great, but I was small. 
in my junior senior year, I really took like getting in shape, putting on muscle seriously, and that helped me way more than uh, even just like going out there and hitting hundreds of balls on the tee could ever do just because you get stronger, more explosive, you hit the ball harder, throw the ball harder. Um, it really helped me out a lot. So I think that's like if you're trying to play at the next level, you're going to have to get or like stronger than you think you might have to at first. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, we, great advice. We'd say, uh, yeah, very good advice. We've kind of, uh, there's there's a few of us that have kind of trying to like instill that on others as well. Like, because we, there's a lot of, as you probably know, there's lots of people um we all need basically everyone in the uk needs to hit the weight room really so like that's just a big thing we're pushing right now uh yes yeah, i think we all spot it quite a lot the team that uh um, matt deacon and i played for this summer i think there's very much the conversation among us now uh, is around that a lot of them at that kind of age came up to the end of high school and you can really see that since last summer to now the the conversation is very focused on you know what what can you do in the winter and it's often yeah, weight, stronger. Uh, weight room based yeah mm -hmm. you know the unfortunate yeah, thing doubt. is the gyms are closed oh. now yes lockdown for us so. yeah <laughs> yep we've dealt with a lot of that over here as well unfortunately but i mean i wouldn't like from sophomore to senior year by getting stronger i put on eight miles an hour to my fastball and continuing Jeez. through college, I mean, I put on another stick just by getting stronger, getting in the weight room, fixing some mechanical stuff, obviously. Like, you can always work on that side. Don't neglect that by any means. But you just – it opens up whole new opportunities to you as soon as you get, like, in the weight room and dedicate yourself to it. Um, all right, Kate. So how, how did you find, like, going from playing in the U.K. to, like, going to college? Like, was there – transition or anything like that and like how did you find it uh just like differences in the game um yeah just any any way like any way you can think of yeah so when typically like when I go back to the U.S. like I was every summer I would go back and play in the U.S. just because um like I would go back see friends family over there and I wanted to play um and hopefully try to get looked at by colleges so um, I would go back and just realize, like, the worst player on the team that you're going to play over there is going to be far, like, better than the worst player over here. So, like, there's a lot smaller of a skill gap. Like, they're, they'll have, like, their standouts on, like, teams that are, like, going to be really good that you probably won't find over in the U.K. But there's going to be, like, a lot of the middle players you can probably find on some of, like, the top players in the U.K. But then there's just, like, some of the guys that have had no experience playing over here and like those guys um, that kind of like stick out and like in your mind, cause it's like, well, like you, you, you like, it almost looks like it's back to like T-ball like type stuff. Cause they were just learning the game for the first time. But then you don't really have that over there. Like the nine hole hitter in, um, in the U S if you're especially playing competitive, they can still put together a good at bat. They can piece one up on you. Uh, whereas like, over in England, I remember he kind of got through like the fourth batter and it was just kind of put fastballs down the middle and they'll probably miss them. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say, I'd say that's pretty accurate for, for you. Would you guys agree? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Played, when you, when you get older, not so much. Cause everybody's like the, the thing like, for, um, 
the age groups now. Yeah, I think I I feel like the thing for um, British baseball is there's, there's such a uh, small youth pool that um, mm. you know, and there's so yeah. little playing opportunities for youth players that you know <laughs> they are in in such a um, there's such a narrow. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you know, like they 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 they're have putting, they're, they're put in a rough spot. Yeah, so they it's really like, don't. Literally, like it feels like it's split down the middle. You have your new players, and you have all the people that have played before. Yeah, that's it. It's like there's <laughs> yeah. like no, there's like no in between. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Which is the like really mix a team full of like experience and no experience, and no experience, which is a yeah. hard thing to do, especially for the that, guys who have no experience. <laughs> typically, get like what Cade was saying, where you get you know one through four, one through five, or whatever, however many people you have on your team. Mm-hmm. And then you get your your bottom part of the order, which are the guys you're trying to get more experience. And yeah, it's right. a it's a tough battle, isn't it? Because I guess yeah. you've got you've got the you you want to the people that are really keen on taking it seriously, um, and then you've also got the people that want to play baseball because they love it, but keep exactly. it to a social level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then having those two together, you don't want to put the social if we social baseball players you don't want to put them off from playing because the game's too intense yeah. but then you also want to promote the people trying to take the game as seriously as possible because that's the future of the game right, right. so exactly. i think it is quite a problem nationwide really um when there's just not enough players to get two teams yeah. that you could do that differently yeah. in two mm-hmm. leagues so i guarantee it's probably places in the states so yeah i yeah. feel like if you had like a if they use the teams as like an actual sort of farm system, how they're kind of set yeah, up, yeah, mm-hmm. it would be good we, because then you could get, so or even if you have tryouts to the NBL teams and there's like a certain baseline you have to meet. Yeah. The only problem is that there's already not that many people that play NBL, so at the top league. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it could be a could be an idea for the future. Yeah. But yeah, like like what you were saying, Cade, like you can get like uh, just some people out by like throwing fastballs like even in like the top league if you probably throw above mid 70s you can yeah. overpower people mm-hmm. so yeah like, and i think a lot of it came down to just like there's not a lot of coaching over here right. yet and so mm-hmm. like i had been playing baseball since i was like four i'd been playing competitive like travel baseball since i was nine so like i had been getting coaching since a very young age and you can just yeah. tell that like these a lot of these people they could have like some natural talent some natural athleticism it just hasn't been like refined so they're still trying to like figure it out and so like if you get I think if you can get kids starting at a younger age there or just get like um some like better like coaching practices like you can learn a lot from uh there's like conferences in the U.S. that are online that can help like with coaching I think you could see a lot of development in young players just by like have knowing the right drills to do then the right sort of like things to tell them uh, along the way uh, so that they can get to a more competitive level sooner. Definitely. Okay, 100%. so you say you started when you were nine, right? Travel ball? Yeah. Yeah. I started when I was nine as well. Did you find mm-hmm. when when you're nine, were you playing with like kids older than you? Like were you um, playing at higher age groups? When I was like seven I was playing up, and I so I played 9U from when I was 7 until when I was actually 9. Then I played um, on, like, uh, like, a top travel team in the state. So, like, I played my own age group there. 
um, just because we were going all over the state and playing like some of the best teams around. Um, and then ever since I was nine, I just stayed in like the top travel sort of like um, situations that you can in the state. So like I played my age group up until I think like when I was 15, I played 16U, which is pretty common. And I played 18U twice, once when I was 17, once when I was 18. Um, but usually, and like at least in the U.S., once you get to like um, like travel ball, you're playing your own age unless you're like a, like a real stud, probably um, going to be going like D1 level type of stuff. Because mm-hmm. yeah. when, when I started when I was nine, I started with 11U. And then I went back and forth from 9U to 11U. And then just went up in my age group once I turned 11. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, do you think starting travel ball early and, like, higher baseball early helped you become better? Like, did you learn more faster? Just, yeah, think- having the coaching from a young age, for sure. Just because, like, if you have someone who knows what they're talking about and can, like, tell you, like, what – a baseball swing should look like um, and, like, just, like, teach you, like, some of the inner workings of the game, like, bunt coverages, uh, like, cut plays, just, like, you can learn the basics of the game from a young age. You have that foundation, and once you have that foundation, you can grow much faster. So I think just making that sure that kids have, like, the basics down of both, like, fundamentals, pitching, catching, like, mechanical stuff, just, like, what it's supposed to look like and what how you do it. And then, like, the also, like, the rules, the, like, inner workings, like, just, like, cut plays, bunt coverages, like, team defense type stuff. Then when you go out and, like, you have kids getting older, working on their own outside of practice, they know what they're doing. And that's when you see, like, the most growth is when you can put in work on your own outside of, like, practice when you really love the game and, like, just want to, like, get better. I, I, I do believe that that could be something that happens in the future. But like currently, like if like when players are nine, they'll normally play for fun here, and then yeah. there won't be anything that's really competitive. And then like the only thing that we have like that you can get like the best coaches in the country is either play for national teams or get into uh, a high performance academy, which mm. is just an off season training program. Basically, they have like a normal academy, but it's it's like every three four weeks. You get, yeah. like, four hours. So, like, for the people that are also just starting then, everyone who is in, like you get so many different, like, skill levels. Mm-hmm. Because you have the people going to both who got into the High Performance Academy who are getting coaching twice a week at most, at, at, at least, like, plus, like, some online staff. Mm-hmm. And then you get guys who are only getting coached every three weeks for four hours in a big group yeah so i see alex that's, that's funny because you said most people like and i agree that here play for fun when they're nine but when i started travel ball like i don't know if it's the same now for the team i played for but you had to be asked like specifically by one of the coaches that seen you play to come try out wow or, or like nine. yeah like he was at the um my parents got asked about me when i was nine playing at a uh, like a city youth all-star game that's that's where yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's I don't, I don't know if it's the same for uk when you started playing but i don't know that's how that's uh, how it worked for the team i played for when i started but 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty common. Um, I had been working with the coach um, who like ran the program that I was uh, with. So I, he already knew me. So yeah, um, I was, I like had been doing lessons and stuff with him for two years. So I was uh, just kind of put on that team. I uh, didn't even really have to try out just cause like he knew who I was yeah. as a player, but um, a lot of guys, like if you, you either have to get asked to a tryout or you come to like the general tryout and they take like five of the, yeah. 60 people that show up yeah because i know i know when i started it wasn't open tryouts because he was getting the team back started so he was going out and finding players to make the team good to start out because now i think there's like i think there's like 15 different teams just across like northern california and southern yeah. so yeah he's got he's got loads of teams now mm -hmm. yeah i mean some of those travel programs can get like crazy like I mean I played my last like summer ball uh before um I was like too old to like play travel baseball like youth travel baseball um I played for a team that uh they were telling me like they would go to like tournaments and they would have teams flying kids out from different states just to play that throw that one game against them yeah. and like they they lost in like the semis one time and they had flew two kids in for the championship just to pitch against that team uh, that I was playing for. And since they didn't make it, they those two kids just sat the bench and then flew back home. They came oh, up no reason. Geez. Man, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Crikey. Yeah, so, well, so, so Katie, were you uh, you were applying for were you applying for colleges then, or like thinking about college baseball then, when you were still in London? Yeah, absolutely. So I was, um, I went my, so after my junior year, I went back and played summer baseball with the the same like program that I was with. It was a different team, uh, but it was the same like program I was with before I left uh, Michigan. And so I played with them and worked with coaches on like trying to get me some connections. Um, my brother played at a division three school in Michigan. So like I had that connection as well, which was really useful. Um, and so I just went back every summer and tried to play as much baseball as I can in like the U.S., just like around where I wanted to go to school, because I found that a lot of guys buy into like sh like showcases. Um, like there's a there's a thing kind of all over the U.S., um, but um, it's in like Michigan. There's one in different states. It's called PBR Prep Baseball Report, and they like host showcases um, for like kids to try to get college looks. And, like, people really, like, they pay a lot of money to go to these to, like, get looks. But then all of those same coaches are at pretty much every tournament you'll go to playing summer ball. So, like, if you're good enough to play at the college level and you really, like, want to, like, get, like, take the initiative, talk to coaches. Like, if you just go out there and play baseball, if you have the opportunity, you'll get college coaches coming up and talking to you. Or you'll have the opportunity to go, like, talk to them and introduce yourself. So um, my my biggest thing was just play, get in front of got, like coaches and like eyes as much as possible, and just try to like establish connections through that. Right. So it sounded like you you really almost like believed in yourself that you could you could do it, and I knew that that would like because of the connections that you said you had. Uh, just because we know we know all four of us know people who are in I reckon in the same kind of boat. They they may not have played so much baseball in the U.S., but they're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen aspiring to go to college so um just is that like yeah you you would just get 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 expo or the exposure to coaches as much as you can yeah 
Absolutely. And if that means like you have to email like a hundred different coaches just to be like, Hey, I want to play baseball. And like, you show some, some highlights and some stuff like that can be successful. Like I know it's not baseball, but um, I actually picked up volleyball when I was over in England. Um, and nice. my coach kind of like made a highlight tape for me. Uh, he was like, do you want to play college volleyball over there? I was like, I mean, I just picked this up for fun, but like, I guess we can see where that, where it goes. And so like he helped me email a bunch of coaches and sent them my highlights and like, I actually ended up getting a couple, like, uh, colleges interested and in trying to, like, offer me for that. So, like, you can definitely go down the route of just, like, reaching out to coaches, trying to establish a relationship, showing them some highlights, and then uh, hopefully they you can, like, go out there if possible to, like, show them and play for them a little bit and then um, go down that route if you're trying to get to the next level. Sweet. Love no, that's, uh, that's great advice again. Um, now, just before, I know as we kind of wrap up on uh, our podcasts, we Deacon takes our guests through a, a bit of a home slash away quiz. But we know you're a, a Tigers fan. And personally, I don't think I've ever met a Tigers fan before. So this is a first for me. But um, no, that's no, no, nothing against the Tigers. Just I've, I haven't. Um, what are you, what are your, just a kind of a rough thoughts on on where the Tigers are at right now they've got a lot of prospects coming through like what how are you are you excited are they able to compete now are they years a couple years away well uh the past two years they've been the worst team in baseball they've gotten the first draft pick two years in a row so I mean hopefully that means we got some good prospects coming uh I know they drafted Casey Mize out of Auburn who was looking really good he made his debut uh last year uh for the tigers so hoping hoping he can be good got a lot of young talent but um i mean they're not i don't think they're going to compete anytime soon for playoff spots or championships unfortunately well yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't think um many of the people watching mlb right now are looking at the, the you know the tigers and thinking yeah that's a playoff team same about the Red Sox, though. Not at all. I'm looking at the Red Sox right now and saying that's not a playoff team. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you mean, I mean, hopefully the Sox will start doing something and, you know, somebody will wake up behind blue and then they'll start signing people, hopefully. So, um, Dodgers are one and done. 2021 is the year of the Giants. Ain't that right, Ren? Uh, it's the year uh, of the Padres, let's yeah, be honest. Maybe. The Dodgers, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> the Dodgers have new rivals. It's the Padres and Dodgers now. They've overtaken They're the Giants. They're already kind of rivals from last season. They just weren't that competitive. Well, no, no, no. Ooh. They were, but not oh. as competitive as this season will be. Ah, oh, fair enough. Yeah. 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 Oh, so right. so, speaking of the Dodgers, anyway. I don't know if you can see this, but I got my, my Joe Kelly shirt Oh, on. nice. That's oh, sick. no, I missed Love that. that, man. That's very good. Love it. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll move on to the quiz now. So we do it with every guest, basically. It's 10 questions, but before each question, I'll ask you if you want to go home or away. If you go home, it'll be a question about the Tigers. Uh, you get that right, you get one point. If you go away, it'll be a question about any other team. Uh, you get that right, you get two points. So it's out of 20, but you only answer 10 okay. questions. Um, I think the leading score is still 12, isn't it, Aiden? Yes, it's... Uh, it is 12. That is, yes, that is correct. It is tied with two people at 12. Yeah, and you have to be like four to not be. That's not be you have to be four. four. If you beat four, you're not last or tied last. <laughs> so I, I mean, so, if he's a Tigers fan, he should be like he should know. You gotta stick we'll with see, him. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, you ready? Right. 
I, I'm going to be honest. I don't watch as much MLB as I probably should. I watch a lot of the NFL, but um, not a never uh, been a huge, like, sit down and watch a lot of MLB. So this could be interesting, but well, I'm ready. All right. What do you want for number one, home or away? Uh, let's, let's stick with home. Uh, who is the Tigers RBI leader? His all, all time. All time. Ooh. Probably. These are like Kaline or Trammel. Kaline? Al Kaline? Nope. Oh, Ty Cobb. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah. A long time ago. The, the Dark Ages. <laughs> wow. The Dark Ages. Jeez. <laughs> Well, it's just because it was it was the Deadpool era, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think that did he even have a number? I think they just have his name up like as retired next to all the numbers. I don't even think he had a number. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you want for number two? Uh, stick with home. Uh, who was the Tigers' number one pick in this year's draft? Oh, this year's. Um, it was third baseman out of uh, Arizona State. Spencer, what was his last name? Like Turnbull or something like that? Or, oh. or... Keep trying, keep trying. I mean, you got the I first know exactly who it is. Yeah, I know, I know it's Spencer at ASU. I can't remember his last name. Oh, go on that, that damn. That's rough. Yeah, so good. We have half point. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, did get, he did get position. Uh, position. Yeah, he was the first baseman. Polish. No, he and drafted first... as a third baseman, though. I think he drafted yeah, as he a was. third baseman somehow. Ah. Like, was it Torkelson? Torkelson? Oh, there you go. There, yeah. there it is. Out of babe. Way to stick I, it out. Absolutely. <laughs> Off the mark. There we go. Number three, home or away? Um, home. What year did Miguel Cabrera win his last MVP? I believe it was 2013 when he won the Triple Crown. Or was it? No, it was the year before that, wasn't it? 2013? Yeah. Yeah. He won them in both, actually. But, oh, yeah, right. He won the Triple Crown and MVP is tw- in, like, 2013. And then the next season, he had a better season, but didn't get um, the Triple Crown. Jeez. I remember that one. Uh, all right. Number four. What would you want? Uh, we'll go away. Okay. Uh, when was the last time the Indians won the World Series? Sorry, to to correct you though, Deacon, it's the Cleveland baseball team. Oh, of course. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. Shoot. I know they were there recently. I don't remember when the last time I won it though. Um, blew the three-one lead. I don't know. I'm going to say like 19, like 98 or something like that. I, don't, I have no clue. Uh, it's uh, 1948. Jeez. Oh, yeah, not even close. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, number five, what do you want? Uh, we'll go away again. Uh, who is the big unit? The big unit? Why? I definitely know this. Why is it? I'm blanking on it. <laughs> It's one of those names that's like in the back oh. of your head. It's Randy Johnson. Yeah. Big unit, right? Yeah. Nice. Nice. There we go. Tied. Tied. There you yeah. go. You're not last. Well, <laughs> you're tied last. 
what do you want for the next one, number six? Uh, we'll do home. When were the Tigers founded? Oh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> it was like 1902 or something like that, like forever ago. Uh, it might have even been in the 1800s, but I'm going to go with 1902. Almost. It was 1894. Yeah. Oh, if you if you asked right. me when the Red, Red Sox were formed or something like that, I would not be able to add to that. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to answer the Dodgers when they were formed, but I know when they moved to L.A. I guess that's uh, that's when the L.A. Dodgers started, so... I guess, yeah. yeah. All right, what's the next one? Number seven? Yeah, number seven. I'll stick with home. Uh, who is the first Tiger to win an MVP? Oh, shit. I mean, it was a, uh, probably Cobb. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There it is. There we go. Got that one. All right, number number eight. Go away. Uh, what was the name of the umpire that robbed the Andres Galarraga of the perfect game? Oof. The umpire. Oh, yeah. Was his last name Jones? Jim Jones? Something like that. You're you're painfully close. <laughs> oh, yeah, so close. Yeah. Like, I I've seen this video so many times. I mean, bro, yeah, it it it's it's uh, one of those highlight things, you know, in the middle of like MLB TV innings. Yeah, yeah, it is one yeah. of those painful, painfully repetitive. Yeah, <laughs> you you see the same highlight every half inning. Yeah, it's just like yeah. ah, yeah, it's like that. George Jones, something like that. I I can't remember. <sighs> Well, you got the first. You got the first name right. Is that you got the first name right the first time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Half yeah. point, maybe. Yeah, I think half, half the name right. In order. Yeah, it was it was Jim Joyce. Jim Joyce, that's what it is. You're right. Yeah. All right. Uh, was it number nine next? Yeah, number nine. What would you like? Um, we'll go away. Who was the most recent Dodger to win a Cy Young? Kershaw. Yes. Nice. When was that? When was his last? It's 2014 when he won the MVP as well. Nice. I'm pretty sure that's the year he pitched his no hitter as well. Yeah. Well, anyways, pretty consistently moving on. (laughs) Wow. All right. Well, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. We won the World Series that year, so that's true. That's true. Number ten. I'll go away again. Uh, whose retired number is number five for the Royals? Oh, I think I know this. Oh, oh I, got, I got it. Five. I have no clue. Not a Royals guy. <laughs> yeah, Can you name any Royals? <laughs> Wait, Alex, give me a hint. Right. Current or retired? Uh, it, I'll, I'll tell you where he played. My position. Okay. Okay. Third base. He 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 was very angry at one point. Hmm. Very much with the umpires. Hmm. 
Famously so. About a certain instant with his bat. Um, and a certain too much something on his back. Pine tar? Yeah, yeah. too much pine tar. <sighs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't think it's right, but, like, I keep having, like, Mike Piazza stuck in my head. Um, but that's, I know that's not it. I I don't – I can't remember his name. Give up? Yeah. It's George Brett. George Brett. Ah, that's right. George Brett. Oh, that, which is funnily enough, that's another highlight on MLB TV all the time. I was, <laughs> George, yeah, I was thinking, George Brett yeah. sprinting out of the dugout, screaming at the umpires. Yeah. Have you seen the yeah, re- the video of all the people that are taught about the George Brett ruling? Comes out and yells at him for not putting too much. Blood yeah, on him. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be scrolling through Twitter and the MLB will tweet that I swear like once every other month. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden, what was his uh, grand total then? Uh, he had a grand total of eight, which does not make him last, but does not make him first. I think you. I think you're happy medium. Take that. That's second, a pretty good. Second you, place, you right? You're um, in the middle. He is in second place. Or is he in third because they have tied first? Two tied uh, first It's a podium tight. finish. Yeah, yeah. It's a podium yeah. finish. Podium, podium, yeah. Yeah, like that. That I like I'll that. take that. Find positives. At least it's not four. Yeah, so what's, so? can you run us through the leaderboard, Aiden? Just uh, to finish, yeah, so finish off. We have Drew on 12. Nice. J-Rod on four. Nice. Connor Baxter on five. Nice. Uh, John Hallwash on 12. Nice. And Cade on eight. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure having you, Cade. Yeah, yeah. it's been really good fun. Thank yeah. you, Cade. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It was a great time. Um, glad to talk to you guys. I know um, I saw on Connor's episode, you guys were talking about getting like all the college guys on a Zoom, um, just to, like answer mm. questions or whatever. I'd be super interested in like doing that if you guys ever wanted to like have like either your own questions people you know having questions about like college how to get there what it's like um Definitely. more than happy to yeah. hop on and answer any questions you guys might have thank you awesome. yeah it'd be something we'd love to do yeah all right thank cool. you guys so much yeah thank you again yeah, Kate. Cheers, Kate. thank you all right Take thanks care. for listening guys um make sure to subscribe uh like everything And uh, we'll be back soon with more content.